would like to thank our sponsors, Ocean Stone Architectural Lighting. Fully customizable trap lighting systems for your home, all controlled by an app on your phone. From individual lights to full color spectrum of lights, it's easy to use. You can set timers for special events or seasonal lighting. And what I find really cool are the preset patterns and animation. To get a free quote for your home, go to OceanStoneLighting.com. Welcome to the Quick Tap Rugby Outlier Podcast. I'm Nate Augsburger. I'm CJ. I'm Chef Rock. The podcast that brings you an elite perspective into MLR rugby. Welcome to another episode of Quick Tap Rugby Outlier Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. As normal, like every week, I'm joined by my co-host, one of, if not the best scrum half in the MLR, a U.S. Eagles in sevens and fifteens, and a San Diego Legionnaire, my man Nate Osberger. What's happening, All Nate? Right, Nate. <laughs> and you have me going when you start moving around, brother. Yeah, I know. That was the best intro you've done. Thanks, CJ. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying my best, man. I'm trying my best. Also joining us, our other co-host, Celebrity Chef, uh, the host of the Chef Rock Show. Um, you know, world famous, Celebrity Chef. You can see his show streaming on any streaming service platform out there. Host of Chef Rock Show. Chef thank you, thank Rock. You. What's up? What's up, guys? Chef Rock. How are we all doing? What's going on? What's going good. on? Everybody's doing well. I'm doing good, man. I'm so far so great. good, man. In these I heavy had, COVID uh, times that we live in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, man, I, I don't, uh, I try not to talk about it as much anymore. Good. You know, I try to stay away from it. Every time I turn the news, I watch something and or the president's on saying something. So I get to the point where, you know, then turn my daughter, she, my daughter will text me all this stuff and my niece will text me all this stuff. And so I'm reading all these little blurbs and, then I get mad, and I like I turn on the news and say, "What did I miss?" And then I try to watch it. Then I watch it, and I'm like, "Dude, why don't you guys just leave me alone?" But if if they, when they don't when they don't send me something, I say, "What's going on? What's going on?" So I am curious, and uh, me too. You got to hear a little. You got to know on, what's going on. But I you got to be in the know. Yeah, but I do want to say that I'm actually uh, working out on a on a regular basis now, doing like an hour and a half on the treadmill. I did a four mile walk this weekend. I got to lose this poundage. You know, stay healthy. I um, you, know? you say working out, so I bought I bought a uh, exercise bike. Oh, and, yeah, um, you mentioned that. And so I started riding, and I've been riding, and I do like the first day. It's no joke. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a 390 pound man. I, the first day, I actually was able to do two minutes. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, two minutes. That was and then hey, I got that off. Was, hey, hey Nate, that wasn't that wasn't riding the bike. That was taking it out of the box. <laughs> no, that's, that was, that's right. I was riding the bike. So so the next day I was able to do four minutes and it turned into this huge fight between me and my wife because she was watching me and she'd go like, you can't stop. You can't you can't take a two-minute break and get back on. You gotta continue to go your heart rate up. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you a fitness expert? You my coach? Leave me alone. And, go, uh, go, man, go. So now, now I'm up to 15 minutes. I could do seven minutes do and eight minutes. And uh, actually, take it back. I'm seven and I'm seven and seven. So today I did seven and seven. But here's the problem: my butt hurts so bad. I was gonna say. Oh my god, dude! I, I like, and then my hip. I'm not even joking. The other day, I went to go get in bed. I was like, well, I stopped. I said, what's wrong? I said, oh, baby, there's a cramp in my hip. There's a cramp in my hip. Can you get it upset? Enough about me, but I am trying. I am no, that's trying. good. I am trying. Right, Nate? You know, hey, how you doing about time? Nate, how you doing? I can't. I, man, I'm good. I'm good. I have to keep working out, dude. I like, 
I go crazy. Like I'm one of those people, uh, when I get up, I got to get something done. And, and then I kind of get the ball rolling. I get right. the ball rolling, get the bus going. And so like for me, I have, you know, workouts that are scheduled every day. Today's my off day, but I still went to the chiropractor. Like I go get that done. And now I start feeling like, all right, I'm in my, my zone in my mood. But yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta stay up with that stuff. And we live okay. in, I'm trying. We, we live in a beautiful place where you got the outdoor activities, right. you know, and uh, plenty of things to do. But yeah, no, I'm doing great, CJ. Um, I'm hanging in there, just right. telling Tom and CJ, just trying to take it one day at a time, one there day at go. a time. That's it. There you nice. go. All right, man. So let's bring on our special guest, man. I'm excited. For sure. I'm excited to talk to this young man. Me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. And it's very fitting, you know. You do seven minutes on the bike, and then another seven minutes, and that's uh, we have a sevens specialist. Oh, uh, coming on right. to the show today. So we have uh, Mr. Seafly Carlin Isles is going to be joining us. He's uh, the top try scorer um, for USA. <laughs> He's got 202. He beat Perry Carlin narrowly to reaching that number. Um, and uh, he also in 2018 was the top try scorer the, in the entire world. Wow. So he's got that to his name. And Carlin actually picked up. What's up, Seafly? Sorry, I just saw you there, baby. What's good, baby? How you doing? He actually, uh, I'm doing great. Show, he actually, um, he picked up the game back in 2012. And uh, so me and Carlin have known each other since then because we both entered into the USA Sevens team at the same time. And I think back then, Seafly, man, he was like a baby bird. He's out there just trying to learn how to pass and everything. And now, um, obviously, with the things that he's been able to achieve on, on the Sevens front, man, Carlin. You're an inspiration. You're an inspiration to a lot of people. He's got a massive following, and uh, we're just very lucky to have him on here. So, welcome, my brother. Welcome. Here he is. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. All the way from Austin, Texas. All the way from Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. You're in COVID. So Carlin, Carlin's probably one of the hardest working dudes that I know. And like, uh, you know, my older brother. I was talking to him. Uh, I, my older brother follows the show, and I was like, "Oh, we're having Carlin on." And and uh, he always, the thing that stuck with my brother is I used to tell him, like, you know, Carlin's always been fast. Because, Carlin, you got a lot of records for at your old high school running track. Carlin's always been fast, but I've never been around someone who works so hard at his craft. My, like, minute details, down to the minute with your workouts, down to the muscle. Um, Carlin has turned himself into an expert of, of the body for his speed workouts, but also for um, now, as you can see, in rugby. And so, Carlin, man, I just, like, applaud to you, hat tip to you. And I just want to know, like, if you could just enlighten some of the people a bit about uh, your journey to get into that expertise level that you have now um, compared to, like, you know, coming up, playing a lot of different sports and uh, ultimately finding yourself in rugby. Yeah, um, you know, especially when I first started, you know, for me it's – you know, using my gift um, to the most. And it's always been that from there to now. But, you know, people and, and teams and schemes will play you differently. So it's all about developing. And you always want to continue to develop as, a, as an athlete and as a man in general. And that's what, you know, from the, when I first started in 2012 to 2020 now, um, it's been a journey of that. It's been trial and error. It's been, it's been tough. You know, it's, it's not easy. Um, and, and you have to do things when it's not easy. You, know, you can always – People like to stay in their comfort zone, but I like to push myself to get out of that, um, to see what I'm really made of. And, and, a, and a lot of the battle is the mind um, in, in here, because if you win that, then, you know, everything else will be, will, will come. It will be easy. 
So for me, it's about just understanding, okay, how, you know, what my strengths, what my weaknesses are, and then trying to own it. And my dedication is for me, I, I'm all about the, I'm all about the process. I'm not a, I'm not a solely a goal oriented person. I'm all about the process because for me, the process will show you who you are and what you're made of. So I like to capitalize and, and own the process because regardless of the result, if I, if, if I put everything into the process, I can live with the result because the result going to be how it is regardless of anything else, Amen. you know? So for me, uh, my, my development and my, my drive and my, my discipline, my dedication to be the best that I can be every day is what, is what allowed me to have this, this growth and, and this hunger to continue to, to, to want to get better, continue to want to seek things um, so I can be the best that I can be because I know I haven't got everything out of me. So I'm mm -hmm. seeking to get everything out of me. So oh. that's, that's a, a big thing for me. I love that C fly and one I love having you on here because all these memories come back of when we were on the team together going up to the yeah. first Olympics and uh, Carlin it was uh, Vancouver I think we were in Vancouver and you were actually running an indoor track meet and uh, Carlin Carlin worked so hard he'd he'd go in Chula Vista there's wonderful track athletes set up there along with our our rugby setup and Carlin would go over and run on the track and he'd run on the track in the mornings maybe before we have like field sessions and stuff. So Carlin, my question to you is like, how have you navigated through like a strength and conditioning coach or even like, you know, guy like Mike Friday being like, Carlin, maybe it's not that smart to be out there running in sprints this morning. You know, we got to do this or uh, yeah. like, you know, you cross train a lot. So recently you were wrestling, you're out there wrestling. It's like, dude, I couldn't, I used to wrestle. I couldn't wrestle right now because I'm scared. My body doesn't, isn't have the flexibility anymore to do it. You know, but you're out there mixing it up. What do you, how, how do you go around that, man? Because I think a lot of us would like to be able to push ourselves the same way you do, um, but we don't get the same results. So what's that like? I mean, it's, it's, it's I've been doing it for so long and um, I kind of been, I pay attention to the body. I pay attention to the mind and I, and I know what I can do. Um, and a lot of it's a little trial and error. Sometimes you got to listen to the body. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, okay, I can push myself a little more here. So for me, it's, 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 it's understanding the objective, always understanding the objective of, you know, what you're trying to do. And then, you know, spin, I've, I've, I've done, especially when it came to Brownie, he pushed me so much <laughs> to spent as far as my body and mentally that there was nothing I, I could do. And I thought, okay, I'm doing too much. But he, he showed me that, uh, you thought you were doing too much, but nah, you could do yeah. a lot more. So for me, my, my, I know where my level is at, my red line level is at. So my threshold of, okay, you know what, you're doing too much. Okay, how's my body responding? How, how am I feeling? And then, then conditioning yourself to a way to be able to handle a, a lot of a workload. Because if you just jump into it, it's going to be a big shock. So I've always stayed on top of my fitness. Um, and then, you know, juggling, I'm, you know, I'm wrestling here, I'm doing track here, I'm doing, and I'm like, okay. I know that I've done so much more in the past that, okay, I can handle this. Mm. But then I'm like, okay, I need to rest here. I need to push myself here. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just being body awareness and I have good body awareness. Yeah, I think you do. That's a talent of yours for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's amazing. Car Carlin, did you have that body awareness when you were in high school? Because, you know, you're not quite sure what sport you wanted to play. Um, 
and and I know you played football and ran yeah. track, of course. Yeah. And how big were you then? I mean, I know you're what about five eight, one sixty five. That's what your bio says. What were you yeah, in high school? I'm, one, I'm once. What am I about one seventy two now? Oh, okay. Well, I was about probably my senior year. I was like one one sixty three, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, good size. Yeah, one sixty three, one sixty five, maybe. Bigger than me. Um, so I was five eight freshman year. I was like one, may not even. Maybe my sophomore year, sophomore year, I was maybe 160 pushing. Um, but yeah, I've always been, my weight haven't really fluctuated that much, especially going from, you know, 18 and I'm, you know, 30 now. So I've been kind of in a, in a good zone. Um, so, but I've always been aware of my body, especially when I was young, because I, I knew what I wanted out of life. I knew what I had to be aware of. Right. And then, you know, injuries happen and stuff like that. And okay, my, I always had hamstring issues. So then I just start start being more aware of the of the physical part. Okay, this this muscle groups will help you be faster. And I, and I always just aware of my body. So it kind of just developed as I got older and older and older and, and learned from different people. What's your when you high school? What was your favorite sport in high school? Man, I, all, I, in high school, uh, I never admitted was track. I always say it was football and track. Right. Which for me, I probably was because I was really good at football, like really, really good. And in track, I was really good too. Yeah. But I just always, but for me, I always studied track. I always studied it. Yeah. Like I'd be mm. up three o'clock in the morning watching track and field videos. Yeah. You know, at one point, I, I, my parents was worried about me because I never went on dates. I never you know, talked to girls. And stuff. I was like always up at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. All I do was work out. I'd be before school, I race school buses. I didn't go to prom. Ah, really? I was always working out. So, <laughs> so, so, you had, so you had your mom bringing dates to the house and try to set you up. Baby, this is this is Tamika. <laughs> yeah, pick the pick the sport with cheerleaders. You, know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. you grew up, you grew up in Maslin. You grew up in Maslin, Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. One of the best high school football teams is in Ma as Maslin High School. I grew up yeah, in Ohio yeah. myself. I grew up in Ohio myself. I'm from Springfield, and um, uh -huh. so so what's the what's the transition like? You live in Texas. It's a whole yeah. different world, man. So I mean, I mean, I live in Texas. I live in Austin. I mean, San Diego majority of the time. Okay. I go to San Diego and Austin. Okay. I used to live here like permanently when I was running track professionally. So I, my training group was based here. Okay. So my my kids and my old lady here. So I go back and forth between San Diego and Austin. So uh, okay, but. I've been I've been jumping around, but it's been good because I got I got I get to train with some yeah. some good elite people, so it keeps my balance and my mind right. Um, because if not, I drive myself crazy. Um, and then you know, of course, I got San Diego where everything is kind of just made for me for me there. What, so. what do you train at here, in San Diego? No, go ahead. What do you train at in San Diego? At the Olympic Training Center. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. yeah. When, when me and Nate was teammates. Um, we, we, we was there all the time, so. Yeah, I was always trying to get fast like Carlin. Right. People assume because I'm, like, we're in similar size that I was like, oh, he's super fast. I'm like, uh, I ain't as fast as Carlin. Though. <laughs> got those big old I'm legs. I'm quick. Yeah, that's why I guess I gave up on seven and switched to 15 so I could just be strong and, right. and run around. No, no, I'm joking with you, but, um. I, I love my time on the sevens with Carlin and yeah, man. I mean, even just hearing you there, Carlin talking about, 
you know, it's a real, it's a real test to be able to balance knowing your body to that level. I feel like I know my body pretty well, but yeah. um, even, even so, even so sometimes injuries come up, man, and, and having the mental capacity to deal with them and come back from them the right way is yeah. a, is a skill in itself, you know, no. totally, Cause, totally. Cause even, even on that bullet point, when I, I did my ACL, um, in meniscus, and uh, what was that, 2017? And that mentally, uh, for me, uh, a lot of people, especially if you're not mentally sharp, if you're not mentally strong, if you don't know your worth and your validation doesn't come from self, a lot of people, like you can see Derrick Rose, it took him a long time to recover from that. Yeah. Gain that confidence. And for me, um, even, even in that, that, that was almost, it, was, it, was, it wasn't an eye-opener because I kind of know how people, how people were, but people forgot about me. Mm. They really did. And um, one thing for me, I never, I, never forgot, I never forgot about me. I knew who I was, my validation. I knew my gift. And that process of going through that and getting out of it, I was already prepared for mentally. So I told, and I told myself, and I, and I remember people who would go through things and then it would, they would never recover. They would never, like, it, it would take them, they were never the same. Mm. But I was so driven to coming out better than what I was and having the right mindset and the right perspective um, and knowing my validation and worth, regardless of, you know, if people were shouting my name or, or people forget, forgot about me or not, and, and people wrote me, it, it didn't matter to me because I knew my worth. And that's one thing I've always known all my life was who I was and what I was capable of doing. So that was all um, about you in that process. It was all about you in that process, or yeah. did you have someone to talk to at that pro- in that time frame? Uh huh. But the thing is, the mind here can can trick you, and, and if you're not sharp and know how to direct this, you're in a world of trouble. You're in a world mm. of trouble. Yeah. Did you lose a step after that, those injuries? No, I lose a no, step. You I never, got you faster. You got it right back. Oh, I got it right back. Good. For I, was, you, I was. I was. I was determined. Right? I was determined. I was. I can. I can't go backwards. I can't. Uh, but good for you, man. Hey, yeah, Carlin, like I like I said up here. And, and I'll, I, won't, I won't speak for you, but for me, in, in able to have that mindset, you know, my identity is, my identity, I've, I've said it before, is in God, is in Christ. So Correct, correct, um, amen. And, and I know that you're a follower as well, um, and you're a believer, so um, I can only imagine how much that supported your testimony. And as yeah. far as people, like, following you, you have, a, you know, a, a great following, Carlin. Um, how many of your followers uh, do you think are through – Rugby, like you got Red Bull, you got Nike. You're doing the Fabletics thing. Yeah. You're you're a viral uh, you're a viral video. You've been in multiple. You I think you're recently in somebody's video uh, running. Yeah, yeah, in Hong yeah. Kong, uh, Doing the running in Hong Kong. Um, uh-huh. You know how much of your following is rugby, and how how many of them aren't? But like, what you, what are you doing to try and bring them into rugby, into our rugby community? Um, a lot, a big chunk is rugby and a lot are, are not. Um, and for me, I think, you know, you get people and they, and they see my videos and then they, oh, and they start clicking on rugby and, and then they want to get into rugby or find it. Oh, what is this? Um, and then, you know, when they see, you know, my gift and what I do on the pitch, man, they're, they're amazed and wild by it. And, they, and they've like, oh, dang, I want to try this. or well, I want to learn more about it. And I didn't know about rugby until I, I saw you, I saw a video and things like that. So, you know, I get a mix of both. And and, and it's, it's it's great because you, you see people, especially in the U.S., who, you know, rugby is not a big thing, and it's grown a lot since I first started till now. Um, and to see people, you know, more aware of it. And then even in the MLR, 
I mean, a lot more people are, are playing that, you know, the 15s aside. And it's, you know, brought in the, in the States and, you know, just in general. And, and people, it's, it's a way for people, you know, when they see rugby and they say, man, I, it's a place that everybody can belong, you know, either mm. in sevens or 15s. And the, the attraction of it, you know, it's, it's tough, you know. And, you know, for me um, and what I've, you know, done in my career and the, the people that I've brought and the following, um, they, um, they just love it, man. They just, a lot of people haven't seen it, but as soon as they follow me or they see it, they want to know more about it. So do you, it's do been you good. Think, do you think you could, uh, so track and field is a typically African-American sport, especially in, in the States, you know? And then, mm -hmm. um, you know, baseball was a, a sport blacks were playing for a long time. And you don't see really how any African-Americans are playing baseball anymore. So, yeah. with, you know, baseball is trying to get this initiative to try to bring in, bring in more minority players at the, at the youth level to get them to the next yeah. level. Do you do you feel as your is it an obligation for you to try to expand to the minority minority groups to say hey come and try rugby because a lot of a lot of these kids see the NFL they ain't gonna make yeah. the NFL but they may Correct. have a shot at rugby now Nate yeah. I mean rugby's more disciplined than the NFL so but I'm saying yeah. to you do you want to you you kind of want to reach out to young minorities and ask and try to encourage them to play rugby yeah of course I mean to reach out to to young minorities I mean it's key because a lot of people they're so set on one thing it's either Olympics or NBA you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. um but there's other avenues just like me there's another avenue to get to a, the, the objective the destination where you want to go if you want to go to the Olympics if you want to you know travel the world if you want to be a professional athlete they're not just these you know it's not just the, the silver dollar ones that everybody tend to go to right. but there's another way that you can be able to express yourself and use your gift um, for God's glory, whatever you want to use it for. And for me, um, if I did not listen to and know my path, you know, like for me, like this is what God put me at. And it opened so many more opportunities and doors for me. But if I was just solely, so if my eyes are only stuck on track or the NFL or, and which I was able to do that through rugby, um, right. or then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I opened so much more doors than if I just would have stuck to one thing, it might have just nothing ever would have happened, you know? Right. So this, this, this pathway for me, especially rugby, has opened up so much more than I think just people realize even football and, and basketball could do. Because yeah. it's, this is worldwide. This is you have so yeah, many more know. connections that you, you'll be able to connect to, people, you know, traveling, culture, learning. Like, there's so much more opportunity, to be honest, in rugby far as the growth of, of a person and just what you can experience then just football alone. No, you're right. Like, and I just, just by, it's crazy. Me, just by meeting Nate, we we're into this podcast doing rugby. Now I've never been a, yeah. now, honestly, until I met Nate, I just yes. probably didn't even know how to spell rugby. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just be honest with you. And, yeah. uh, and then he introduced us to the sport and introduced us to, we came, we went and seen it live. Right. And he said, wow, this is exciting. But it's again, this is, then, then it's, it's expanding my eyes. In terms of how I see everything, yes. how I see sports, and how I see the world, and and opportunities that are involved in it, so I definitely like people like yourself. I hope that you can definitely encourage young African Americans to actually play yeah. rugby. Naya on Fire was on our on our podcast, and oh, she, yeah. she did the same thing. And she, and she, you know, young 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 African American girls who are very fast, super fast track athletes. But once the track career is over. It's over. Then, you know, yeah. you know what, I'm what, what do they do? What do they do? Maybe they get an endorsement deal or TV or something, but most of them, they end up getting married and go home, you know, so they mm -hmm. can play rugby and extend themselves and make a living at it. So, you know, exactly. I'm, super, I'm super excited with the doors open for minorities and African-Americans, plus rugby in general in America. You know what I'm saying? 
So I'm hoping, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing. Uh, thank Car you, man. Carlin, I got a question for you and a story. Yeah. Of course, I Oh, got man, a story, listen, right, Carlin. So this is yeah. going to go story back time to with Chef Rock. Rock. <laughs> so this is Chef Rock Stories. This okay. is the time what we call the Chef Rock Stories section. Okay. Bloody nose. <laughs> no, no, no. This one's actually pretty funny. So it has to do with the NFL. I know in 2013 you tried out, and yeah. I guess the Lions picked you up, and they put you on the, yeah. like a AAA team or their practice squad. Their so practice like, squad. What made, what made you go in, after you already started rugby in 2012 to try out for NFL? So I was at a break that time, and um, – I was like, you know what? I always wanted, you know, I just wanted to go out there and run fast and, you know, show them that, you know, I was just fat. You know what I mean? I can, you know. <laughs> so I went up there and then, you know, because my agent hit me up. And I went up there. I ran a fast 40. And they only let me run one time, but I was trying to go 4-1. So they, I only went 4-2-2, but I knew if I won a second again, I'd go 4-1. I went out there. I showed them what I could do. I ran fast. Um and they wanted to sign me the next day. I just wanted to go up there and show them I was fast, really. Right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to sign me the next day, and then I signed. Boom. And then I was supposed to go back the following season. And then I'm just like, you know what? You know, what is my purpose? Why am I – what am I – what am I chasing something that's, you know, because, you know, it's a, everybody say the NFL, NFL. Or am I realizing, you know, this is what God wanted to be. And I made a name for myself in rugby, and I've inspired so many people around the world. And I had to check check myself because I'm like, if I chase the wrong things, then I don't think it'll go well. Right. But I had to know my place. So I end up sticking with rugby instead of going back. So, and I'm glad I did too. Yeah. I'm glad I did. That's good. Good for you. Me well, too. Well, here's my NFL story. So, <laughs> we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. <laughs> so, back in the day in high school, I used to play football and I wrestled and I also ran track. I actually, I was pretty fast. I did like a 10-900 okay. back my, soft, my sophomore year before I got a little bigger. I'm so I was at the NFL experience with my son, Giovanni, when he was really small. And uh -huh. uh, they had this track set up at the NFL experience where you could sprint. And all the kids, yeah. are get, like, the kids are lining up. And I'm going, man, oops, sorry. I'm talking like an Italian. And I knocked all <laughs> the stuff out of my ears. So I said, <laughs> I'm, and so I'm looking at all the dads and I go, Y'all want to go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we line up. Yeah. And we're doing a 100-yard dash. And, I'm, you know, I, I'm like 265 right now. You know, back then, it was probably about when, when the, it was here in San Diego. So, so we, li we all line up. We're all staring down the line at each other, you know? Yeah. They blow the gun. Boom. We run. I'm, boom. I'm powering down the track. I'm feeling good. I'm ahead of everybody. I turn and look at my hamstring just collapses. Boom. And I went right to the ground face first. I did a tumble and then I shot across the line. Oh. I still had to win. And then I like got up and I was going, oh, wow, that was fun. Oh, good. How you? And I'm like, holy shit, get me to a hospital. Excuse my language. Get me to a hospital. Yeah. I think I ripped my hamstring. My oh, son's going, man. dad, what happened? Nothing, no, nothing. I meant to do that. The only problem he oh. left out of that story, it wasn't, oh. dad's, it wasn't dad's lined up against him. It was five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they he, were hey, set. They were a, <laughs> a Taurus hamstring tried to beat little kids. Yes. And they were yeah. all girls, too, by the way. <laughs> hey, you got to be careful, CJ, because I've never seen Carlin let anybody beat him in a race either. No, I, I don't think so. 
I watch some videos. Carlin will raise some ass. some little kids at a camp, and Carlin <laughs> Carlin doesn't hold back. That's right. No false hope. That's what I say. No false hope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, speaking that's what, of, what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, false hope. Guys like Carlin are dangerous when it's like friendly competition things because yeah. you know what? Like Carlin doesn't know how to not have something to prove kind of sea fly. Like that's your competitive. Yeah, so it's yeah. funny. Uh, back before the Olympics, a guy on our team, Andrew Duratalo, was acting as Don King. And I was Manny Pacquiao and Carlin was Floyd Mayweather. And uh, we were in Japan and we put some gloves on because we were, you know, on the tour, you go to different gyms. You go to different gyms, different training setups. Sometimes a club hosts you. It's it's cool. Uh, You get to see a lot of different things. And we're in Japan and there are some gloves in there and we put them on. And there's actually video of it. And, uh, you know, me and Carlin just mess around. I'm like, I've done a few boxing classes uh, recently for cross training. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at my stance in the video. I look so bad. And Carlin freaking tagged me because I was coming forward. And he tagged me once. And then a bit, you see in the video, Dan, Danny Barrett just runs in because he knows he knows me and he knows how these things go. Yeah. He knows, like, okay, they got back. hit. Now Hold things back. are going to get serious. Yeah. But, like, I, I remember going in there, like, man, I didn't think Carlin was going to try and pop me. He popped me. He popped me. <laughs> He bought me a little one. Funny. I was like, ooh, okay. He's like, okay. I was like, come on, ring ready the bell for round two. Yeah. Yeah. Nate was ready to go after that. I was, I was woken up. I was woken oh, up. Man, we used to funny. have some fun on those tours. Hey, like, we met. Nate, Nate and I got into um, this one time. This was when we did a Yaka. And I always admired, I always admired Nate because he was, he, was, he, was he was a tough sucker, man. And he worked so hard. And this this one thing. This I forgot what we were doing. We had to do like 20-something 60s. We're doing these all these bear crawls. Mm-hmm. And I remember Nate and I, Nate and I was partners. And I'm over, I'm over here. It was so hard. This, this is the dark place <laughs> we was going to. And then Nate just kept on going. He just kept going, going. So you know me, I'm competitive. And we're pushing each other. I'm over here. I'm over here crying. I'm crying. Like, <laughs> I'm crying doing this. Cause I'm like, this is, I never, I never push my body to this limit. And I just remember just Nate, dog. You just you always had this uh that 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 edge dog which I always admired because it was it was how I am. But I would just remember that man. That's that was a good that was a good moment for me, bro. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Me and Carlin were partners a lot during so Yaka sessions these like hardcore fitness sessions. Right. Continuous on a clock, up downs, tackle bags, all this stuff. Wow. So it, it's it's intense stuff. You really it's do brutal. push yourself. And that's who he was referring to earlier is Chris Brown was uh, the strength and conditioning coach and the assistant coach for us at that time. And that's when, uh, you know, I think it was during that time, you know, I feel like we were the first group of guys to really get exposed to that kind of level of fitness, which allowed us to compete as top six in the world. And then obviously top one, top two uh, in recent seasons, you know, so a lot of credit, but man, yeah, me and Carlin were some dogs, dude. We got videos of us being partners, throwing each other around all the time. Sometimes we get to partner up um, and like go against another pair of two. And you know, Carlin's just the yeah, you're you're my dog for that. Cut from the same cloth in that in that respect, definitely, definitely. Um, we had some fun. Well, let's see. I'll tell you some cooking stories, eating stories about me and Chef Rock. 
So, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking, uh, man. I should know. <laughs> yeah, we no, look I, like, we, I, hey, we look like we don't miss any meals. I so, know. That's what I'm saying. We can't talk about anything like sports. Yeah, we about to talk about food or something, you know? That's why we're the guys yeah. in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Carlin. Uh, Carlin, yeah. you got any uh, – you got any plans or, or defined definitive plans for after 2021 Tokyo? I know obviously you're all in on that. You're going to be yeah. doing your thing, training, uh, doing whatever you can for the team. Um, you guys obviously have a great chance at going to the Olympics and getting a gold. Uh, what's next? Do you have any idea? MR? Uh, um, I was thinking about MR. I was going to play. If it wasn't, I was going to play for the LA team. This upcoming oh no oh yeah things got postponed. I mean the Olympics got postponed. Um, so I mean maybe I'll probably do some MLR, maybe San Diego or even you know the LA. Um, I don't know when right. San Diego better be in there. Yeah, hey, they got wow. Let me put you into some space. We're stacked. Carlin's a cheat code in sevens, guys. Like if he gets enough space, he's out. It's it's game over, and everybody on the circuit knows it. No, you know, Carlin played 15s. How about Glasgow? So Glasgow is a professional team over in Scotland. They play in a very, very good professional competition out there. Carlin, you were you were out there for a month, two months? Oh, it's for like six, three, three, not six months. Six months, sorry. Six months? In Glasgow, How was that experience? Like, yeah, Glasgow and Scotland. How wow. How is that experience, and do you think that's kind of something that – you'll be able to revert back to if you uh, decide to maybe play some 15s when you're done with your yeah. sevens legacy. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, that experience was a great experience, man. Um, and those people in Scotland, man, they really make the sport of rugby, man. They're some great humans. But um, I learned a lot. Um, I ended up playing for London Scottish um, as well in, the, in England. I moved over there and, and I got loaned over there. But um, the 15 game is definitely different te- technical-wise and not enough space, but – at the same time, I you know, if you got the right players and the right people who know how to put you away, then it's it's whatever. Um, but I do like it. Um, I'm not as tired as I am in sevens. <laughs> yeah, so all you do is go sure. for Which is a good thing. So, Carlin, um, Carlin, you're an explosive dude, though, man. Like yeah. I, I know, I know you shift weight in the t- in the gym and stuff like that. I don't doubt that you could run through some arm tackles, dude, and make some magic yeah. happen. I don't doubt it one bit. You gotta come bro. to San Diego, bro. If you, yeah. yeah, exactly. Gotta come here. Don't go nowhere else. I love else. that, man. Hey, Carl, when you when you were in Glasgow, did you need a translator? Oh man, um, I like, what you say? They, they, <laughs> some of them got heavy accents, man. Heavy accents. They do. Yeah, I worked with a guy from Glasgow, and well, especially when he drank, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. just gold to win." And I'm like, "What'd you say?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely got a strong. Have three yeah. years. Hey, someone give us beautiful place. Though. If you had yeah. some advice to give to young people right now in this day and age, midst yeah. of midst of COVID, the midst of the way the world's going politically, the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement, what would you give some advice to young people? Not just African Americans, but just in general to young people. And if you want to speak directly to African American people, do yeah. that as well. But I, I definitely want to hear your message and uh, and get it out there. You know, you have a big following, so yeah. For for me, my, my message is. Um, one, you know, of course, be kind and love each other. Um, right, right. Don't be bitter. You know, learn how to forgive. But, I mean, depending on who, if people do you wrong, you don't got to forgive. But you don't want to be bitter in the heart because you end up more hurt than they are. Um, two, um, own, own yourself. Own your own journey. 
too many people worried about everybody else, uh, what somebody else doing, what somebody ain't doing. Um, and you got to fight your own battles. Uh, on your journey, man, the journey is everything. Um, you know, you know, know who you are, know who you, what your worth is. And God will show you that, but know your worth and don't, your validation doesn't come from nobody else um, but you um, and God. And, and for me, um, just continue to, to, to learn, continue to grow. Um, character is everything. If you lose your character, you know, every, it doesn't matter what you gain. It, before you know it, it'll start crumbling down. Um, but uh, amidst of everything, man, find a way. You always got to, there's always a way. And there's, there's no excuses. You can't be, a lot of people will try to find excuses to validate where they're at in their life, but there's always a way. And as long as there are a glimpse or there's a little light, trust me, you can make it as big as you want. So whatever you do, man, just, just, just keep your eye on the objective and not the emotion because people get caught up in the emotion. And before you know it, you'd be sitting, you'd be sitting on the side of the road longer than you, you needed to at a rest stop. Um, that's why it's important to always keep the objective over any emotional issue that you have to deal with, anything. Because if not, you'll lose sight of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. Amen. And that's very Amen. important. That's awesome, man. That's Great awesome. Woo. I like that. Love I it, like C-Fly. That. I love like it. when you get in that mode, C-Fly. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I like it, man. It's He's definitely. a special dude. This is a special yeah, dude right definitely. here. Oh. And this well, is, I watch I, the videos besides being fast. I mean, you're a great guy. Great podcast I got going on, man. Well, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. We uh, we learning. We got you know it's it's interesting. We get young people send us messages all the time that uh, they're that we inspire them, especially Nate. So we'll probably get some people doing the same thing as that. How much you inspire them? So we that's why we want to put that message out there for you to to speak directly to people because you know it's uh, it's important, right? Especially right now, it's very very important to. To send a positive message and, and your and your true belief, yeah. fake. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I felt you were genuine and, and genuine genuine comments and that, and that, those those comments are important. So, um, we'll let Nate, you know, have his last word and uh, and then we'll we'll do what we do normally is a quick tap out and then uh, we'll talk a little bit afterwards. But uh, go ahead, Nate. Yeah, just Carlin, I appreciate you just being a convicted person. Um. You know, it's something everybody can learn, everybody can uh, learn to do. And, uh, man, I just wish you all the blessings as you continue uh, through the rest of the time leading up to assembling with the Sevens team and uh, going to 2021, going to Tokyo, and uh, winning us a gold medal, making us proud. So just thank you for being an inspiration. Truly appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, man, just uh, can't wait to see you out floating around in San Diego. We'll have to get up soon, all right? Oh, for sure. I'm going to come watch you uh, tear it up on the field, bro. Hey, appreciate that. That's right. We'll get you some Legion gear. Come on, baby. You come on, come on Carlo. So. There we go. Carlo, when All you right. come back down here to San Diego, I, I will not race you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good, decision. Good decision. Good decision. Unless I'm in the car. <laughs> you wanna hey, if, you, if you bring out some, you bring out someone to racing that's about five or seven years old, He'll, he'll take that bet. You know what I'm saying? Take him on. He'll take him on. He'll take him on. Hey, Carla, man. Quick tap out, man. Thank you very much. Quick tap out. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Sports Outlier. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. Yeah, appreciate you.